podcast, episode 119, Tibitaka, part 57, in which I will continue reading Pakitia, starting with Roman numeral 33. If this is your first time seeing me, do go ahead and click here. That will take you to the Tibitaka playlist. Better to start with episode one. I'd like to welcome our special guest, Chen Rizik. I'm probably not pronouncing that correctly. It's the uh, the Tibetan name for Avalokiteshvara, or Kuan Yin. Um, I believe it was episode 27, or Tibitaka part 27. Uh, we did sort of, I did a long uh, introduction for him. Let's go ahead and get to the reading, shall we? Also, um, special guest starring the Eight Auspicious Symbols of Buddhism. Expiation, Pakitiya, 33. At one time, the Enlightened One, the Lord, was staying at Vesali in the great grove in the hall of the gabled roof. Now, at that time in Vesali, a succession of meals of sumptuous foods came to be arranged. Then it occurred to a certain poor workman, quote, This will not be inferior in that these people duly prepare a meal. What now if I were to prepare a meal? Then that poor workman approached Kirapatika, and having approached, he said to Kirapatika, quote, I, master, want to prepare a meal for the order of monks with the enlightened one at the head. Give me a wage. End quote. Now, Kirapatika had faith and was virtuous. Then Kirapatika gave more than a wage to this poor workman. Then the poor workman went up to the Lord, and having gone up, having greeted the Lord, he sat down at a respectful distance. As he was sitting down at a respectful distance, the poor workman spoke thus to the Lord, quote, Lord, may the Lord, together with the order of monks, consent to a meal with me tomorrow, end quote. Quote, but sir, do find out, the order of monks is large, end quote. Quote, Lord, let the order of monks be large. Many are the jujube fruits prepared by me, the things to be drunk will be perfect on account of the juice of the jujube fruits. End quote. The Lord consented by becoming silent. Then that poor workman, having obtained the Lord's consent, having risen up from the seat, having greeted the Lord, departed, keeping his right side towards him. Monks heard it said, quote, The order of monks, with the enlightened one at the head, is invited for tomorrow by a poor workman. The things to be drunk will be perfect on account of the juice of jujube fruits, end quote. These eight, walking for alms that morning. People heard it said, quote, The order of monks with the enlightened one at the head is invited by the poor workman. End quote. These conveyed much solid food and soft food 
for the poor workman. Then that poor workman, at the end of that night, having had sumptuous solid food and soft food prepared, had the time announced to the Lord, saying, quote, Lord, it is time. The meal is ready. End quote. Then the Lord, dressing in the morning, taking his bowl and robe, approached the poor workman's dwelling, and having approached, he sat down on the appointed seat together with the order of monks. Then that poor workman served the monks in a refectory. The monks spoke thus, quote, Sir, give a little, give a little, sir. Quote, end quote. He said, quote, Do not you, honored sirs, accept so very little, saying, quote, within quotes, This is a poor workman. End quote, within quotes, Much solid food and soft food was prepared by me. Honored sirs, accept as much as you please. End quote. Quote, Sir, it is not for this reason that we accept so very little, but we ate, having walked for alms this morning. That is why we are accepting so very little. End quote. Then that poor workman looked down upon, criticized, spread it about, saying, quote, How can the reverend sirs, invited by me, eat elsewhere? Yet am I not competent to give as much as they please? End quote. Monks heard this poor workman who three dots spread it about. Those who were modest monks three dots spread it about, saying, quote, How can these monks invited somewhere eat somewhere? End quote. Three dots. Quote, is it true, as is said, monks, that the monks invited somewhere ate somewhere? End quote. Quote, it is true, Lord, end quote. The enlightened one, the Lord, rebuked them, saying, quote, How, monks, can these foolish men three dots eat elsewhere? It is not, monks, three dots. And thus, monks, this rule of training should be set forth. In an out-of-turn meal, there is an offense of expiation. And thus, this rule of training for monks came to be laid down by the Lord. Now, at that time, a certain monk became ill. A monk taking alms food went up to that monk, and having gone up, he spoke thus to that monk, quote, Eat your reverence, end quote. Quote, Very well, your reverence, but there is for me the expectation of a meal, end quote. Alms food was conveyed to that monk in the evening. That monk did not eat as much as expected. They told this matter to the Lord. Then the Lord, on this occasion, in this connection, having given reasoned talk, addressed the monk, saying, quote, I allow you, monks, when a monk is ill, to eat an out-of-turn meal. And thus, monks, this rule of training should be set forth. In an out-of-turn meal, except at the right time, there is an offense of expiation. In this case, a right time is a time of illness. This is a right time in this case. End quote. And thus this rule of training for monks came to be laid down by the Lord. One interesting thing about that one is I had been thinking, after reading the previous one, I think, that uh, it's always scrupulous monks who, obeying the recently established rule, refrain from doing something when they're ill or, or whatever it is. And then... Lord Buddha makes the exception. But in this case, 
he didn't refrain. He broke the rule. And then Lord Buddha said, it's okay to break the rule because he's ill. So that's interesting. All right, that was all <clears throat> that I wanted to say. Still reading. At that time, people, at the time of giving robes, having had a meal prepared together with the robes, invited monks, saying, quote, having offered food, we will present, parentheses, you, close parentheses, with robes, end quote. The monks, being scrupulous, did not consent, saying, quote, It is forbidden by the Lord to eat an out-of-turn meal, end quote. Three dots. Parentheses, see Pakitia 32, 3 and 4, end quote. Three dots. Thank you, Miss Horner. Mrs. Quote, three dots should be set forth. In an out-of-turn meal, except at a right time, there is an offense of expiation. In this case, a right time is a time of illness, a time of giving robes, time of making robes, this is a right time in this case, end quote. And thus this rule of training for monks came to be laid down by the Lord. Then the Lord, dressing in the morning, taking his bowl and robe, with the venerable Ananda as his attendant, came up to a certain household, and having come up, he sat down on the appointed seat. Then these people gave a meal to the Lord and to the venerable Ananda, the Venerable Ananda, being scrupulous, did not accept. Quote, take it, Ananda, end quote, he said. Quote, very well, Lord, parentheses, but, close parentheses, there is for me the expectation of a meal, end quote. Quote, well, now, Ananda, having assigned it, parentheses, to another, end parentheses, take, parentheses, this food, close parentheses, end quote. Then the Lord, on this occasion, in this connection, having given reasoned talk, addressed the monks, saying, quote, I allow you, monks, having assigned, parentheses, food to another, and parentheses, to eat an out-of-turn meal, and thus, monks, should it be assigned, quote, then, quotes, I will give the meal that I am expecting to so-and-so, and quote, then, quotes, end quote, all right. An out-of-turn meal means invited to any one meal of the five parentheses kinds of close parentheses meals, having set this to one side. If he eats any other, any one other meal of the five, all right, that's the words that it says here, and uh, parentheses kinds of close parentheses meals, this means an out-of-turn meal. Oh, right, okay. There's five kinds of meals and if you eat one of the five kinds of meals when it's not time to eat one of the five kinds of meals, that's an out-of-turn meal. But if it's not one of the five kinds of meals, then it's okay. Do you remember the five kinds of meals? I'd be interested to know what they are so that I know what the many, many, many exceptions are because I'm all about finding the loopholes, right? Just kidding. Okay, except at a right time means setting aside a right time. Time of illness means setting in one seat, sitting in one seat, he is not able to eat as much as he pleases. This means that at a time of illness, parentheses, an out-of-turn meal, and parentheses, may be eaten. Ah, okay. Time of giving robes means three dots. Time of making robes means three dots. See, Pocky Tia 32. All right. Previous episode. Miss Honer didn't want to translate if except at a right time he accepts parentheses food, close parentheses, saying, quote, I will eat three dots, end quote. Same, see the previous episode, end parentheses, 
Three dots. If he thinks that it is not an out-of-turn meal when it is not an out-of-turn meal, there is no offense. There is no offense if it is at a right time, if he eats having a sign, parentheses, a meal, and parentheses, if he eats two or three invitations together. All right. If he eats the invitations in succession, if he is invited by a whole village, he eats anywhere in that village. If invited by a whole guild, he eats anywhere in that guild. If being invited, he speaks saying, quote, I will take alms food, end quote. If it is the regular supply of food, if it is food, parentheses, allowed by, and parentheses, ticket. If it is, parentheses, food given, and parentheses, on a day of the waxing or waning of the moon. If it is, parentheses, given, close parentheses, on an observance day. If it is, parentheses, given, close parentheses, on the day after an observance day. Setting aside the five parentheses kinds of close parentheses meals, there is no offense in parentheses eating close parentheses any other. If he is mad, if he is the first wrongdoer. The third, meaning the 33rd. I wanted to share something briefly. I meant to share it at the beginning, but in between episodes is as good a time as any episodes in between readings. Um, a few months ago, or perhaps several, His Holiness the 17th Karmapa had said, uh, he had sent a, a letter, posted a letter, I forget what, if it was for a holiday or for his birthday or what, but anyway, I'll just read uh, an excerpt from it. Of course, Samantabhadra's King of Aspiration prayers, parentheses, which is extracted from the Gandavyaha chapter, of the Avatamsaka Sutra, and sums up its essence, end parentheses, tells us that atop every particle in our world, there are as many pure realms as there are atoms in the universe, and that in each of these pure realms reside myriads of Buddhas and Bodhisattvas. Wow! It goes on, this is not just an analogy, describes the way things actually are, are. However, due to the limitations of our human condition, we are only able to witness things one at a time in a linear manner. And accordingly, we talk about a series of historical Buddhas appearing one after the other. And of course, in our current era, we have the good fortune of being able to call ourselves the disciples of one of these countless Buddhas, the one who started life as Prince Siddhartha, attained perfect awakening under the Bodhi tree in Bodhgaya, and thereafter became known as Buddha Shakyamuni. Lord Buddha that we're reading about. So I became intrigued. I spoke to my friend Ryan at Praxis Behind the Obscure, and he was familiar with this sutra and talked about how this is the one that... Uh, has, it, it's like fractals. It's called the flower ornament scripture. So I speculate that it is kind of inspired by or re, re, revolving around a flower ornament, you know, you might say. Someone looking at a mandala or a flower ornament and coming to an awakening of realization of the petals and petals within petals and flowers within flowers and 
the ever awakening of the the blooming of things, and so on and so forth. And uh, so I searched and I I asked my friend Ryan uh, where, where would be the the best place to get that, and he recommended a particular translation. Ta-da! It arrived today, I think, just today. Um, the Flower Ornament Scripture, a translation of Avatamsaka Sutra by Thomas Cleary. The translation by Thomas Cleary. So, it's very, very thick. It is a Mahayana Sutra, so obviously we won't be getting to it until after we finish the Tibitaka. And um, at the moment, I'm not sure exactly what century it comes from, so I don't know if we'll be reading it early in the Mahayana uh, or, or later, but that's exciting. Um, I will have to arrange some things to find space for it in the bookshelf that is currently packed full of books. But some of those books are not as impressive as this book, so they're going to get bumped to somewhere in here. For those listening to the audio, um, I'm talking to the people watching the video and pointing to various bookshelves and things in the background from where I'm sitting. Okay, uh, should we do Pakitia 34? Why not? Expiation, Pakitia 34. At one time, the Enlightened One, the Lord, was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anattapindika's monastery. Now, at that time, a woman lay follower, the mother of Kana, had faith and was virtuous. Kana came to be given to a certain man in a village as a wife you know, by her parents. Nothing weird. Then, I mean, then Kana went to her mother's house on some business or other. Then Kana's husband sent a messenger to Kana saying, quote, Let Kana come back. I desire Kana's return. End quote. I That was on point, Devo. Um, then the woman lay follower, Kana's mother, saying, quote, It is awkward to go empty-handed. And, quote, cooked a cake. When the cake was cooked, a certain monk walking for alms came up to the dwelling of the woman lay follower, Kana's mother. Then the woman lay follower, Kana's mother, gave the cake to that monk. He, having gone away, told another, and she gave him a cake. He, having gone away, told another, and she gave him a cake. As soon as the cake was ready, it disappeared. We had something similar happen where a postman came and was kind of like, oh, I'm the postman. And so we're like, okay, I guess he wants a tip or something. And then he went to the post office and told the other postman, and then they all went back. I wish I was joking. Um, anyway... A second time did Kana's husband send a messenger to Kana saying, quote, Let Kana come back. I desire Kana's return. End quote. A second time did the woman lay follower, Kana's mother, thank you, uh, saying, quote, It is awkward to go empty handed. End quote. Dot space dot. Mm, getting a little sloppy. If it, it disappeared. A third time did Kana's husband send a messenger to Kana saying, quote, Let Kana come back, I desire Kana's return. If Kana does not come back, I'll, I will take another wife. End quote. Charming. Although I'm sure that's just how it was back then. 
back in 1962. Anyway, a third time did the woman lay follower Kana's mother, saying, quote, It is awkward to go empty-handed to three dots. It disappeared. Then Kana's husband procured another wife. Kana heard, quote, It is said that another wife is taken by this man. And, quote, She stood weeping. Then the Lord, dressing in the morning, taking his bowl and robe, came up to the dwelling of that woman lay follower, Kana's mother, and having come up, he sat down on the appointed seat. Then the woman lay follower, Kana's mother, approached the Lord, and having approached and greeted the Lord, she sat down at a respectful distance. As she was sitting down at a respectful distance, the Lord spoke thus to the woman lay follower, Kana's mother, quote, Why does this Kana weep? End quote. Then the woman lay follower, Kana's mother, told this matter to the Lord. Then the Lord, having three dots, gladdened the woman lay follower, Kana's mother, with Takandama, rising from his seat, departed. Now, at that time, a certain caravan was desirous of going from Rajagaha to the south. A certain monk, walking for alms food, entered that caravan for alms food. A certain lay follower had barley meal given to that monk. He, having gone away, told another, and he had barley meal given to him. He, having gone away, told another, and he had barley meal given to him. Uh, just being dramatic. He, having gone away, told another, and he had barley meal given to him. As soon as provisions for the journey were ready, they disappeared. Then that lay follower said to these people, quote, Masters, wait until tomorrow. As soon as provisions for the journey are ready, they are given to the masters. I will prepare provisions for the journey. End quote. Saying, quote, Master, we are unable to wait. The caravan is setting out. End quote. They went away. Then, as that lay follower, having prepared provisions for the journey, was going along last, thieves robbed. Parentheses him. End parentheses. People, three dots, spread it about, saying, quote, How can the recluses, sons of the Sakyans, not knowing moderation, accept parentheses provisions? End parentheses. This, parentheses man, close parentheses, Having given to them, going along last, was robbed by thieves, end quote. Monks heard these people who three dots spread it about. Then these monks told this matter to the Lord. Then the Lord, in this connection, on this occasion, having given reason to talk, addressed the monks, saying, quote, Because of this, monks, I will make known a rule of training for monks founded on ten reasons. For the excellence of the order. Three dots for following the rules of restraint. Now, where, oh, where? What? All right. Hmm. CFBD I-37 and above P-87. For the ten reasons. The excellence of the order. Three dots for following the rules of restraint. What are the other eight rules? What are the other eight reasons? I'd like to know them. This doesn't sound familiar. Why are you putting three dots referring to something in a completely other section that we haven't read yet, Miss Horner? This makes me upset. 
please don't do it. She passed away 19 years ago, so. Ms. Horner, why? Okay. And thus, monks, this rule of training should be set forth. If a monk going up to a family, parentheses who, close parentheses, asking, should invite him, parentheses, to take, close parentheses, care of barley gruel, two or three bowlfuls may be accepted by a monk desiring them. Should he accept more than that, there is an offense of expiation. Having accepted two or three bowlfuls, having taken them back from there, they must be shared together with the monks. This is the proper course in this case. If a monk going up to a family means, a family means there are four parentheses kinds of family. Kinds of is in parentheses, family is not. And I, I bet that these days, if you ask people who are left-leaning, there's more than four. The other folks say there's only one! Two and a half kids, one dog! Cis-het-normative, you know how it is. Um, noble family, Brahmin family, oh, oh, the caste system, right, right, even more traditional. Noble family, Brahmin family, merchant family, low-class family. Going up to means going there. A cake means whatever is prepared as a present. I heard you were having a problem with cockroaches, so I prepared some poison for you. Here, have a cake. Well, don't eat it. It's a, it's a, it's a present. Any, any present. Any, it's a cake. All right. I'm only kidding. My sense of humor is a little odd. I know. I'm sorry. Barley gruel means whatever is prepared as provisions for a journey. All right. Any, so, okay. So, like, it, in this case, it was cake, but it could be anything, I think, is the idea. Asking should invite means they say, quote, within quotes, take just as much as you want, and quote, within quotes, desiring means wanting. Two or three bowlfuls may be accepted means two or three bowlfuls may be accepted. When they start packing that fourth one, should he accept more than that means if he accepts more than that, there is an offense of expiation. Having accepted two or three bowlfuls while taking them back from there, seeing a monk he should be told, quote, then quotes, two or three bowlfuls were accepted by me in such and such a place. So do not accept parentheses anything, close parentheses there, end quote, then quotes. If seeing parentheses him, close parentheses, he does not tell, parentheses him, close parentheses, there is an offensive wrongdoing. If although told, he accepts, there is an offensive wrongdoing. Aren't these rules of expiation? Having taken them back from there, they must be shared together with the monks means returning. Having taken them back, they must be shared. All right. This is the proper course in this case means this is the appropriate course in this case. Proper means appropriate. If he thinks that there are more when there are more than two or three bowlfuls and in parentheses accepts there is an offense of expiation. If he is in doubt as to whether there are more than three dots, 
If he thinks that there are less when there are more than two or three bowlfuls, and, in parentheses, accepts there is an offense of expiation. If he thinks that there are more when there are less than two or three bowlfuls, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he is in doubt as to whether there are less than two or three bowlfuls, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he thinks that there are less when there are less than two or three bowlfuls, there is no offense. He already defined large, medium, and small bowl, so I think it's safe to use the, the large bowl for this. Right? There is no offense if he accepts two or three bowlfuls. If he accepts less than two or three bowlfuls, if they give what is prepared neither as a present nor as provisions for a journey, if they give the remainder of what is prepared either as a present or as provisions for a journey, if they give because the journey is given up, if they belong to relations, if they are invited, if they are for the good of another, if it is by means of his own property, if he is mad, if he is the first wrongdoer, the fourth. All right. So the, the 33rd seems like, you know, don't be rude. You know, if you're invited to dinner, don't eat somewhere else before you go to dinner. And if you already have dinner plans and someone offers you food, you can eat it. Just have that, have that dinner go to someone else. Don't go there and be like, oh, just a little, please. Just don't be rude. you know. Thing. And then this, yeah, don't inconvenience other people to such an extent that they get divorced. I mean, they didn't really like that. Okay, that story was interesting. That It seems like it's, she's better off without a husband that's going to be like, come hither, or I will find another wife. Like, let him go, you know, find, you know. I'm sure that back then in, you know, in India, um, being a divorcee uh, could be seen as a stigma by a lot of traditional households. So there's that. But these are all other issues. So working within the framework of the uh, society, the societal norms at the time, Lord Buddha seemed to be wanting, to, wanting the monks not to, uh, you know, make trouble in the society that they were in, which is kind of an interesting um, thing to observe, because then it makes one wonder how that approach would be different now. Um, course there's plenty of places where depending on who you ask the norm might either be different or considered undesirable the norm could now be considered terrible as certain norms a couple episodes ago were uh, kind of upsetting to me you might remember if you saw those well all right if you have any thoughts about those two rules of expiation, do comment below and uh, see where we are. See that bookmark? We're toward the end. We're getting toward the end of the second book. There are six books of rules. So you have kind of an idea of when you can check back in with the Buddhist Books podcast to see if it's gotten good yet. Um, 
yeah, the the uh, the discourses and teachings of Lord Buddha will be coming later. So if we're in Tipitaka 57 now, if we guess and say that in episode 60, I'm not sure, but if we say episode 60 will be the end of the second book, then it's safe to estimate that there'll be 180 of these Tipitaka episodes before we get to something that isn't rules. Some of them are amusing, some of them are interesting, and some of them reveal things. Um, I was noticing, you might remember, a couple months ago and a few weeks ago, that the episodes were revealing, you know, things like having great respect for microscopic organisms or, um, you know, things like that. Assumptions made by Lord Buddha at the time. Um, and then in these recent episodes, it's revealing other assumptions that are like, hmm, all right. Well, the teachings better be good because uh, so far this is just sort of the same old shit, you know? Uh, right, you know, I mean, how good do these teachings have to be? How useful do they have to be toward bringing a person toward contentment and or enlightenment in order to justify so much chauvinism? Pretty good. They have to be pretty good. But maybe they wouldn't have survived if Lord Buddha had been like, hey, monks and nuns, you are equals. Monks and nuns can hang out together. They, you know, just don't have sex, but you can go in boats together, you can walk together, and if people talk, fuck them, let them talk. They're backwards. If you were around in 2022, which is a year 2,600 years from now, then you would understand that their opinion is fucked. Ignore it and do what I'm saying because it's more truly enlightened than you'll find among any of these people in 6th century BCE. Perhaps his order would not have lasted very long. And as, uh, as we all know, the great Machiavelli, Bodhisattva, no, no. As he said, uh, what was it? Il fini justifica i mezzi. I know I'm not pronouncing the J. I don't know why I do that. But anyway. Um, or it's a G. Giustifica. Il fini giustifica i mezzi. The ends justify the means. So whatever you got to do to get it done. You know. Well, anyway. I, I, I don't have any constructive thoughts and... This probably isn't very uplifting. I know sometimes people tune into a, a, po a, a program like this so that they can feel, oh, thank you. Wow, I feel so much better. And I'm just, just here talking crap. Now you know what you're in for. And now you can, you can unlike or like and subscribe. If you're into it, if you're into just a person reading ancient Buddhist Theravadan scriptures and then honestly reflecting on what they say, do please don't forget to like, subscribe, and if you're into it, click that notification. I Alright, that's enough out of me. I'll go ahead and close now. To the north and to the south, to the east and to the west, to the spirits of light among us and to the spirits below. We send out our reverent love and compassion. May all beings be happy. May all beings be serene. May all beings 
Be in peace. Oh.